Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari. Happy Tuesday. And I know we have a lot going on in the world right now, but I'm hoping that for the next um, many minutes we can focus on stuff that's positive and stuff that you can really kind of take control over and um, choose in your world. And um, today, our show is all about uh, being closer than you might think with your uh, bringing things to fruition with your manifesting projects. Now, I'm going to talk to you about uh, five signs that are kind of unlikely uh, that let you know that you are actually about to get what you're asking for. And... um, a lot of times these signs can be counterintuitive, so um, you definitely want to take notes with this show so you can keep track and start to take a, a look and an inventory over what's been happening in your in your world. Um, if you'd like to call in and ask a question about one of your own manifesting projects that you're working on and get some help, the number to call in is 917-989-2626. That's 917-889-2626. And I see people are already calling in and waiting on the line. So um, that's that's cool. And I will be getting to your questions in a little bit. Um, Also, we are definitely looking now at um, our 2018 registration that's actually open uh, for our Frequency First Mastermind which is kind of a deep dive for people who want more advanced work. And um, it's funny because I have several people on the program now that are already re-upping for uh, for our next round of coaching, and it includes private coaching and group coaching. So um, if you'd like to get the information on that, send us a quick email at support at ahamomentsinc.com. And hopefully you've taken our energetic frequency quiz, but if you haven't, you can go to theahaway.com and check that out as well. Okay, so I think that's it for housekeeping announcements, and um, let's talk about these five signs, because, and I've ha- I've actually talked about this on the show a few times before, uh, I don't know why it seemed, it seemed like the guides are really pushing, I guess it's because I kind of gauge how things are going for people from my client, private clients that I have each week. And they generally are a good uh, kind of cross-section of where the energy is, is going. And it's funny because a lot of times they, what they're going through mirrors some of the stuff that I'm going through and some of their questions are questions I was asking myself. So it's always kind of cool to um, have that, that synchronicity, that syncing up uh, happen. So the first 
major sign that you might be closer than you think is, believe it or not, having some chaos going on in your life. And generally what happens is when you are asking and you're working towards a bigger goal, a bigger, uh, you know, something that you don't already have, obviously, or, you know, another level of something that you do already have. So, and this is, you know, what our manifesting is about, right? Sometimes we want uh, more commitment in a relationship or we want, you know, a better version of the job that we have, or we want more clients than, you know, that are similar to the ones we have, we get more of them. So that's when I say, you know, it could be something just more of what you already have or something brand new. Either way, uh, chaos is a big, (laughs) it can be a big precursor to you getting that. And the reason why is that when you want to add something to your life, there needs to be space. So, if you have, let's say, you want this big, you know, soulmate relationship, uh, you may actually hear from an ex or start having a lot of thoughts about a particular ex person from your from your past, uh, because your frequency is really still in alignment with them. And if you don't ex- kind of clear that energy you may end up getting that new person and that new person is a go-between. That new person is just like the old person. Uh, it's kind of like same person, different name. And you kind of go to another, what I call rounds, another round of that person, that type of person, um, so that all of the things that you really kind of needed to heal or um, shift and, and sort of outgrow frequency-wise can happen. So if and I've seen it happen over and over again, if your higher self knows that you will absolutely, you know, ruin or kill (laughs) your ultimate person because you're not ready yet, they will send you to someone very similar to the last one that you had so that you can work through, you have another shot to work through, you know, wherever your frequency was. Now, it's not so much to teach you lessons. I know I just, I'm going to sound like I'm contradicting myself. It's not so much to, you know, tit for tat or to teach you lessons or to punish you for not doing it right the last time. What it really is, is it's your alignment, right? There's really not an issue of timing. It's really always an issue of are you vibrationally aligned to what it is you want. And if you are not, you will get whatever your vibration is pumping out. And people don't like to hear that because they want to think that what they want in their head is what their frequency is in alignment with. Many, 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 many times that is in no way, shape, or form the case. And the way you know whether you are in a vibrational alignment with that thing or not is it's here. When it shows up, you're in alignment. If it's not here yet, there's something that's not in alignment. You know, simple as that. It's really, really simple because just universal law, when you are in complete alignment, it shows up and it shows up very quickly. So the the first thing, like I said, is chaos. And, and that can read in a lot of different ways. You could be, uh, you know, like I said, uh, having old people show up in your life. I know some people, um, I noticed that uh, right before I got into this big relationship, every ex that I had you know, <laughs> known sort of showed up on Facebook, you know, IMing me or whatever. And it was like, it was like the summer of ex people. And, you know, one's still complaining about stuff that happened 20 years ago. And somebody else complaining about something. And you're like, is this for real right now? But it was just a clean out, right? It's kind of like a living life review. So that is something, um, that's number two, you could be having a living life review. Now in the past, 
before our energy and the energetic grid and all of our frequencies were so advanced and so refined, you would have to actually literally cross over or die to actually have that past life, you know, that, that life review where, you know, you, 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 you pass away, you see the white light, and then you kind of go through everything that you went through in your life and you get to reconcile things and understand and blah, blah, blah. Uh, well, now, um, especially over the last, I would say, I don't know, de- decade or so, we've we've been able to do that while we're alive. So we don't have to wait to pass away to, you know, sort of make those reconciliations. So what you'll find is there's certain times in your life, especially if you've been working hard on a manifesting project, and I'm talking about not like haphazardly here and there, oh, I think I want to manifest something, and you like the word, but you're not doing the work. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people who are consistently doing the work. You will find that your life life will show you what you need to reconcile. So so old things will show up that you thought you were over. Okay, so that could be, um, you know, like I said, ex-boyfriends or girlfriends coming back into your life. It could be issues with money. It could be issues with your job. It could be issues with your kids or family members. It could be a stubborn, you know, weight loss problem. These things will just, they'll pop back up so that you can evaluate how far you've come, okay? And this is a very important thing. Do not panic if you think that something or someone has come back up that you thought you were done with and you think, oh, I'm being punished. Why am I doing this? There's one of two reasons why that person or that scenario is coming back up. Either one, you're still in frequency alignment with that because you have it you know, grown past it, or two, it's showing up as part of a life review. Now, the way you know the difference is if it's showing up as a life review, it's going to feel lighter and more transient, and it's not going to, you're not going to have emotion around it. It's going to be like, oh, huh, he calls. Yeah, that's interesting. And you'll talk, and you'll feel kind of like indifferent. There's an indifference to it, and it could be an indifference to the weight. It could be an indifference to – when you're starting to emotionally detach and frequency detach because you're moving on to the bigger thing, there is a sense of indifference with it. If that person calls you and you're like, oh, my God, and you feel like, you know, all that, all that emotion starts pouring back in, then there's still an attachment, and that's what you're still in frequency alignment with, and they're trying to help you to either reconcile it and move forward with it or let it go right, and get to that point of detachment. When you feel a sense of detachment, even if something comes up that looks like it used to, like let's say um, you've been paying your bills just fine, and uh, and then one week, you know, your clients don't pay you or, you you know, your paycheck's late or something like that and um, or something unforeseen comes up. And the old you would have gone into a complete tailspin panic, freaking out, needing to borrow money, wanting to borrow money. But the new you is kind of like, okay, whatever. <laughs> you know, something will show up. It'll, it, It's fine. It'll, you know, it'll work itself out. It always works itself out. And you feel the sense of kind of detached. It's not that you don't care and that you're being irresponsible. It's just that you know that now it's not really, uh, you know, an indicator of your worthiness in life or your ability to do what you're doing or your deservability. It's just, you know, kind of that freak of nature timing thing and, you know, and you just have the sense of knowing that it'll it'll be fine. And then, you know, sure enough, 
something comes in and fills in, and it's fine. And you, you can and you kind of look at yourself as from the observer perspective, and you say, you know, the old me would have freaked out. I would have been hysterical. And the new me is like, eh, look how much more powerful I am. Look at like I have so much more trust and faith in the unknown, or trust and faith in my own abilities to you know write myself like a kind of a cat's tail kind of thing. And you'll find that once you are getting to that point of indifference, that those problems start to really go away. And the bigger solution starts to show up. When it comes to money in particular, um, you know, it's funny. Uh, Catherine Ponder, who's a, a real uh, grandmother of the, <laughs> of the, the uh, wealth consciousness movement, she always said, uh, there, you go through stages, because she always, you know, made references to the Bible and stuff, but she said about going through stages like the 40 days and 40 nights in the desert and having to rely day to day on manna from heaven, like meaning like every day you have to manifest money to cover that day's thing, you know, give us this day our daily bread, right, apart from the Our Father prayer. And so she talked about various stages where in your life, when you're going through these kind of in the desert phases, that you have to, it's really a time where you're to learn how to have faith and how to manifest as you need it. So enough for this bill, then that food, then this, and it comes like tit for tat. You know, money comes in, money goes out. Money comes in, money goes out. And and, and, it's, and, and that's like actually a skill. It's an energetic skill to be able to have that faith and to be able to have that, um, uh, I don't know if it's um, just knowing. It's, it's, it's a time of building knowing. It's a time of building uh, consciousness. It's a time of recognizing that mana can come out of nowhere in, into your into your life, and um, then you get past that phase, right? Where all of a sudden you have that you know land of milk and honey. You land in the promised land, and all of a sudden you get that great contract or job or several clients, or you have a whole big career shift, or you have a windfall, or you have sort of. Um, uh, you know, oh, that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> or you have some sort of windfall, or you have some sort of inheritance or something that comes in and it makes you flush for a long period of time, right, where you're not living hand to mouth. You're not going, um, you know, nickel by nickel. And that's a different time of life. And so and when you're in that stage, it's important to continue to advance your skills and not just assume I've arrived and now it's going to be like this forever. It's important to be able to do both, to know how to handle those those desert periods of your of life, and to under and also to know how to handle when you're flush. I know some people when they get money, when they get flush, they have a tendency to spend really fast on really little things because they are anticipating it running out. So they put themselves into a tailspin because they're anticipating the money running out. And so they, they start buying and buying because it's about to run out, it's about to run out, it's about to run out. If you're doing that, what do you think your um, – if you're doing that, what do you think your frequency is doing? If you're saying, I have this money, I got this chunk of money, and now I have to spend it really fast and I've got to, you know, I, I'm going to only have either or, either or, either or, and then um, 
and then some big, huge bill comes in and kind of wipes it out. Why do you think that happens? And people always say, oh, I don't know why that happens to me. But it's because even though you had a chunk of money, you were holding onto it from a place of vibrational lack. You're assuming it's going to run out. It's going to be fleeting. I'm going to have to work really hard to struggle and slave to get it to happen again. It may never happen again. I'm always under the gun. I'm always behind. I'm always, you know, and that's your frequency that you're putting forth. So then, yeah, you will, you can manifest through panic, right? You can get very, very clear and say, I have to have this money. I have to have it. I have to have it. And you can get it, but then it's fleeting because your frequency is still getting it, manifesting it through the veils of lack through the veils of fear, through the veils of struggle, through the veils of the past, because you go back to your past and say, oh, the last time I had this kind of money, oh, it, this happened and this happened and this happened and this one needed and that one needed and that and you create this horrible, and I use the word horrible and I'm using it on purpose, um, loop. And it goes around and around and around and around and around, and then you end up with chronic debt and chronic, you know, kind of this chronic um, rash right, this chronic financial rash. It's like having hives all the time, eczema or something. So it is, there, is, there are cures for that. And the biggest cure is to focus on this frequency first stuff, is to get educated. And it's not just one radio show's worth where you get a little tidbit and a little sound bite and you run with it. That's not what gets this done, okay? When you have these entrenched um, behaviors and these entrenched choices and these entrenched vibrational frequencies, uh, they need to be undone over time. And understand, and this is something we don't really go into in you know, the show because I kind of try to keep the show at a very a much higher level, but in the deeper work that we do, one of the things that, that we focus a tremendous amount on in our mastermind, in our, you know, my classes and stuff, is the fact that you are physiologically also manifesting. So it's not just frequency-wise, it's physiology. Your brain, your brain waves, and the way that your brain is wired, it wires based on your habitual thought and your habitual frequencies. So if you are habitually freaking out all the time, then you are your brain kicks out cortisol and adrenaline and all of these negative hormonal cocktails. And then your body physiologically gets addicted to that particular cocktail. And even if you're trying to shift and change something, you will constantly get pulled back into the old loop because your physiology is attached to it. So the reason, this is why we say you have to do a regular daily practice of this manifesting work and of all of these practices so that you can not only create new physical, you know, new habits in your mental mind and new emotional structures and all that, but also so that you can change your physiology over. Because every time you make a new choice, you start to create new brain waves, new neuronets, new neural pathways in your brain that start to connect with a much better hormonal cocktail, a hormonal cocktail of serotonin and, and endorphins, et cetera, et cetera. And so when you have that hormonal cocktail, then your body starts to appreciate that and, and crave that. And that's when you start to feel that flow. So it's not just, um, it's not just I'm going to grit down or, oh, I'm going to listen to my show once every six months and I'm going to grab a tidbit so maybe I can get some money this week. That's not going to do it. It's, it's a daily, regular practice, and it gets very mundane and, 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 and sometimes annoying, just like if you were going to the gym every day. But 
if you stick with it, what happens is you not only change over and start to see these things start to materialize in your everyday life, but they stay and get better because you change your physiology and you stop craving hysteria and trauma and drama and stress around your, you know, your trigger things. And we all have a trigger thing. Some people it's chronic health issues. Some people it's chronic relationship issues. Some people it's chronic money issues, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So wherever that chronicness is, that's your teaching. That's your, like, garden of teaching. You know, wherever your bed of weeds are, that's where your biggest lessons are as well. That's where, um, you know, you're being called forward to learn this frequency work, and you're going to be, you know, you're going to be incentivized by positive things or by negative things, depending on how you're running your world. So um, I guess that tangent is just to help you have any guys you know, they do that to me every so often, uh, was to help you to, to recognize that this is a daily practice. It's not, you know, a magic trick. It's not a little recipe. It's a daily practice that um, is worth your time and, and investment. All right, so the third, one of the uh, third things on my list here, um, okay, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, when you are about to manifest what you're desiring, you start to feel out of sorts. Now, this is not about to manifest. It's actually when you're in the new frequency of what it is you're desiring, you may feel kind of off kilter. You're in the new frequency and it's unfamiliar to you. And a lot of times people get into the new frequency and they panic and they go backwards because they don't like the, what the, the new feeling because it's not familiar. They want to feel you know, that comfortable, you know, they want to go start a new job and feel like they did when they were at the top of their old job. Not a good idea. It's like telling a high school senior, you know, oh, you're going to feel just as comfortable as you did your last senior year of school, your freshman year, and the brand new freshman in the dormitory in college. You're going to feel just as comfortable as you did, you know, as the homecoming queen from high school. And it's, it's totally different frequency, totally different experience, and it's totally unrealistic. So um, when you get into your new frequency, when you're really within shooting distance of getting that thing in, in the material world in its full entirety, you may feel odd and weird. Actually, I've known that like, certain things have shifted for me, and, um, and I've, I've felt... Uh, as I was going into the new frequency, I felt like the colors, some of the colors looked different. And um, I, my, my, even my taste buds shifted. Like certain things that I used to find very comforting to eat didn't feel that way anymore. Um, you know, uh, and certain things that I never really cared about eating, I, like, I felt like my body was craving it. So you're, you're, because why is that? Because you're, taking on, you're in a whole new parallel. And when you're in a whole new parallel, because you're, you know, you're manifesting what you desire, and that's in a totally different parallel than the one when you didn't have it. You're in a totally new parallel, in a, you know, in a parallel where you will have this thing that you're desiring. Your past shifts with that new parallel. Your future shifts with that new parallel because it's a new choice, and of um, your history shifts with that new parallel. So your the frequency shifts, and it won't feel familiar. This is where people panic and they go backwards searching for the familiar. So they get into the new thing, which requires more courage, a different point of view, uh, new skills, new um, willingness to listen to their intuition, you know, just a higher frequency altogether. And they say, oh, 
oh, I don't want to work that hard. Oh, I don't, I, don't, I don't feel like myself. Okay, let me go back to my old way. And they start their complaining. They start, start their, you know, all of their old habits. And also because they're going back and forth, they start kicking in that old hormonal cocktail as well, and it can pull you off. It pulls you out of the frequency of the new thing, and that puts a big delay in the way. There's your, there's your boulder. Well, oh, why is it a here yet? Why is it a here yet? Can you tell me if you see in my future in the next year, is this going to happen for me? And why is it here yet? That has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with any psyche. It has to do with your frequency and your alignment. And as soon as you are in full alignment, um, and and it, it'll show up. It's universal law. That's that's what happens. Um, okay. So the next thing. And this is very, very counterintuitive, is that when you're about to get what you're asking for, you may very well be bored with the idea of it. That's because you are in so much alignment with it. So let's say you have, you're, you have a cell phone, you're listening to a show on your cell phone. Um, you look at the cell phone, it's like, oh, okay, whatever. It's my iPhone or my Galaxy or whatever it is. And it has your apps and all your different things on it and, you know, your, your camera and everything. Remember when you got that phone and it was like the latest, greatest thing and it was like the new thing and, it, you know, you were kind of nervous because you had to learn how to use it, what's going to be new on this one as opposed to the last one. And, you know, it has the brand new camera that they've all been talking about, Mashable, oh, my gosh, you know, all that. It was a big deal. But now you're bored with it because you already have it, right? It's like, well, whatever. It's, a, it's my phone, you know, it, it, you know. That's it. I have to pay the bill. That's pretty much it. It works. I can make a call. I can't. Whatever. When you're about to manifest your big desire, the thing that you really, really want, many, many times it becomes, it almost feels flat when you think about it. And that's because you have got, you are in the zone. It's like flying that airplane and they're saying, okay, everyone, please be seated for landing. And you're just in that, 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 you know, those last five minutes of the flight where you can feel that the, pl- the plane starting to descend and you're kind of just ready to get off the plane. You're no longer thinking about what kind of snack are they going to serve or what movie is going to be there. You know, you know that you're not in trend. You, you're anticipating. You're sitting up straight now. You're paying attention. Or maybe you're closing your eyes and you're just managing anxiety or whatever you're doing on the way down, right, in, on, on the way to landing. Um, there's no anticipation anymore of the flight. You know, there's no anticipation of the takeoff. There's not that 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 thrust of the the plane getting on the tarmac and getting straight and ready to go. And you know, flight attendants please be seated for takeoff. And then, you know, that the the churn of the engines and all that. There's no no more of that churn. You're stabilizing, right? You know how they stabilize and you hear the flaps on the plane and it's stabilizing, and it might lean a little left or lean a little right, but assuming the weather is decent or anything, it's just stabilizing, right? And it's descending, and it's stabilizing, and it's descending. Well, a lot of times your manifestations will come in that way as well. And as it's doing that, and it could, you know, take however long it takes, um, sometimes it's just a configuration thing. Um, You can be very much in vibrational alignment with it, and it's configuring, and that's why you will feel bored. You'll be like, ugh. Because the, the more alignment you are with something, the less exciting it feels because it's your normal. It's becoming your normal. So it's no longer, 
you know, like if you've ever had a love interest and they don't know you exist, <laughs> and, and it's like, oh my gosh, oh my god, and your heart beats and they show up and it's like, <gasps> you know, and then when they do know you exist and you've kind of known them for six months or a year and you see them across the room, it's like, oh, that's him. And it's not that you don't love him or anything, but, eh, you know, it's not over the top. It's not like seeing him on a stage from afar. He doesn't even know you exist. And he's like, oh, you know, you're not hero worshiping, right? Because you're in alignment. You guys know each other. Maybe you're involved with each other. You're doing things together. So there's not this, oh, oh, you know, like, you know, celebritized experience anymore. So if you're feeling bored with what you desire, or if you even sometimes what will happen is if something seems like it's taking a long time, you kind of shelf it. And it's not that you gave up on it. It's just that you got tired of yearning. Believe it or not, when you get tired of yearning for something and you just say, you know what, I'm just going to let this go. I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm tired of trying so hard. Whatever. You literally accelerate it coming forward because you get out of the way. And what you really do, as long as you don't go backwards, and start to be really negative about it or despondent about it or just assume that, oh, nothing ever works for me because there's some people who do that. Nothing ever works for me. It works for everybody else, but I know it won't work for me and it won't work for me because last year I tried something similar and it didn't work for me and all that. I'm not talking about those people. I'm not talking about that kind of thought process. Um, I'm talking about where you just say, I'm, I've done everything I can and I, you know, I'm just done with this for now. You literally turn it over to your higher self. Remember, you have both your physical, mental mind and your physical um, world, and then you have your energetic world and your, your, your bigger energetic self, right? And that bigger energetic self actually takes on, you know, before you become who you are today, it decides it wants to have a lifetime, and it takes on the symbol of a body. So it's like your body right now and your mental mind and your physical world right now is just a tiny, tiny symbol in this big, giant ball of energy of who you really are. Well, that big ball of energy is helping you to navigate this world. And so it can give you signals that something, number one, any desire you want has come from that higher self. So it's saying, hey, this is a good idea. You should, you know, move forward for this, align with this. This is something that's available to you. If it wasn't available to you, you wouldn't. it wouldn't even come up into your mind um and then when it when it gives you impregnates that you with that idea then it also already knows the path of least resistance the path of most allowance for it to come to fruition for you as well most of the time that's where we get the problem because people start to spin out and try to control and you know go to psychics and get you know get predictions and then they get attached to the prediction instead of aligning with what it is they want and god forbid whoever's predicting is off and then they send you into the wrong direction and then you if you start to align your vibration with what they said instead of the reality of what's um um happening and so you have this um sort of push me pull you energy this sort of sit and spin energy so it's important to just be authentic and true to yourself and really if you take you know even 15 minutes a morning and plug in to your higher self meaning you just close your eyes take a nice deep breath and you sit for 15 minutes and just with the intention of listening with the intention of 
allowing that energy to sort of permeate and support you. And it doesn't mean that you're going to get answers while you're sitting there. That's a big thing that people think is you know, going to happen. They think, okay, I'm going to sit here and meditate and all these answers are going to come to me. And when I get up from this meditation, I'm going to have all the answers. No, that's not how it works. Sometimes you'll get an answer or two. But most of the time what you'll do is it's just a connection and it's a purification of your energy and it's a stabilization of your frequency and it's a time for your higher self and for your mental mind to commune and align. And then throughout your day, you'll get little aha. That's when the ahas will come. That's when the that those little um, intuitive hits will happen, and the breadcrumbs will start to come. and And sometimes it's a big crescendo. Other times it's little signs, symbols, synchronicities, step by step by step. Um, you'll get new insights, right? Insights being sight from within, right? I N hyphen sight, right? So sight was from within, and that that within is that higher self. And that's what you're really looking for. So when you choose to sit down in the morning, you know, 15 minutes, um, five minutes is not long enough. 15 minutes is a good length of time. An hour is even way, way better. My advanced people, they do an hour. Um, but 15 minutes is fine. Uh, it's more important to do 15 minutes every day than it is to do an hour once a week. Because what you're doing is you're plugging in, you're filling up your gas tank. You're filling up your energy tank, okay? And, um, and, and and if you choose not to do that, you know, you're aware of it now because I've said it. But if you choose not to do it, oh, I really wish, I really should do that. I know, I know, I know. But I have all these other things to do, blah, 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 and you start to spin out. What you're doing is you're saying, well, I have this toaster and I have this outlet, and I'm just going to make the toast without plugging it in. I'm just going to make the toast. I'm just going to make toast without plugging in the toaster. Because I don't have time. I don't have time to put the plug in the wall. I don't have time to let the power generate into the toaster. I just want the toast. And what you'll do is you'll keep coming up with untoasted bread. Simple as that. If you don't somehow plug in, somehow, you know, take it down, shut down, you know, your mental mind, shut up, stop asking, asking if it is, it is, it is going to happen, 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 now, 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 when, 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 how, 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 when, when, how. And if you stop, stop that, and it's a day, the beginning of the day, you will accelerate everything for your highest good because you are communing with the frequency, you are plugging in to the power source that creates everything, that creates everything that you want and that it really essentially you're plugging also into your catalog of parallel realities, your catalog of choices. Everything you desire already exists. You don't ever really create anything, whether it's negative or what you, whether you, what you perceive as negative or positive. You don't create any of it. You choose it. And so if you have chaos, you're choosing that chaos based on your frequency choice, right? You can be in the middle of, a whole lot of chaos in your life, but still choose peace. You don't have to be tethered like a tail of a kite to every single thing that's happening and fly off the handle with every single thing reacting, 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 reacting. So, um, again, guys pulled me off on a tangent. You guys must be, like, really active. <laughs> it's so funny. They, they, these last few shows have been very, very much on point with my notes, but today it's like, oh, okay, now they're off in that direction. So anyway, back to the, the that point, which was you may be very bored with 
your desire. Just know if you're bored with it, it's about to show up because you're in alignment with it. And it's become part of your normal. And when it becomes part of your normal, it's way more accessible than when it's off on a vision board and this big, like, extraordinary thing. You know, it's like you have this vision board and you want to go to Milan and you want to have, like, custom clothes made in Milan. And, you know, it's on the board and you're looking, oh, wow, you know, someday I'm going to, when you're really far away from it, it's off on the someday I'm going to have a And then, you know, a series of things happen in your life and then all of a sudden you've got your dream person and you're on a private jet and going to Milan to get these clothes. And, yeah, it's exciting, but it's not so extraordinary that it seems untouchable because you're actually in the midst of doing it now, right? You're in the tailor. They're putting the clothes on you, whatever. And it's like, wow, it's totally different than when you're sitting looking at it off in the distance because now you're living. You're in alignment with it, okay? Okay. Um Fifth thing. Uh, thing. Okay. So one of the things that the, the, the frustrating things that happens right before you're about to manifest something is that it feels like you're so close and yet so far. So you have yes and no's and yes and no's. It seems like, okay, well, if there are six things that have to be in alignment, four things are there, two things are not. And you're waiting for those other two things. And when you put yourself into wait mode, and this is the point of this one, and you say, okay, I'm just waiting for these other two things to to hit, and then I'm there. When you put yourself into wait mode, or I have to be patient mode, what that does is it focuses you on the lack of it. So what you want to do is say, I'm in allowance mode. I'm in allowance. It's loading in. I'm in allowance of that, and I'm going to focus my energy on something that already has its own forward momentum. Right, I mean, you know, you you let. It's kind of like if you're um, Italian making. Uh, some people call it gravy. Other people call it sauce. I'm from Jersey, so I know these things. Um, uh, for Sunday dinner, you know, and you, and the sauce is sitting on the stove for hours and hours and hours. They're not in there like reconfiguring it every 20 minutes. It, they allow it. You know, it may stir here and there, but then they check on it. But they allow it, right? Because they have a certain knowing. After a certain period of time, it's going to be ready. So you want to, if you're getting some yeses and some noes, and it's going up and down and up and down and up and down, what you want to um, uh, what you want to focus on is being at peace, is being in a state of allowance. Is and what I mean by that is just don't go into panic. Right, because if you go into panic, or what other people do is they start to um, analyze it over and over and over in every which way, and then they start to talk about it with their friends and their family, and they analyze it, and then they start pulling cards, and this, and you get into the spin, and all of that questioning, analysis, and I'm not, you know, of course you're going to analyze some things in a basic way because that's just human nature, and it's not a bad thing, but when you get into that kind of chronic level, and you just can't. You know, no analysis is going to fix it. It really needs just some time, and it needs some some space for for the remaining pieces to load in. You're better off to just get out of the way because it's really, really close. You wouldn't have the the first three things if the last two things weren't going to come available. They may not come available in the way that you think they will, though. And that's something that, you know, 
it's important to get out of your own way. There may things will. Um, this is probably a sixth thing, <laughs> but things in I would say 99% of the time come in totally differently than you could have ever imagined. Remember, manifesting, and, and it's, 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 the word is a hard word because it has an ing on it, which means that it feels like it should be some, you should be doing something actively throughout the entire process, right? Because you're manifesting, I'm manifesting this. Manifesting is not goal setting, okay? Manifesting is not goal setting. Manifesting is, is um, allowing, okay? So there's a lot of inaction that's active, <laughs> okay? What a lot of people, what they do is they say, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, manifest this thing. So I have to do work. I have to do, I have to work. I have to work. I have to work. I have to, and I'm like a whirling dervish. Work, 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 work. And they're thinking, oh, okay, oh, oh, do that. Did I do this? That's not manifesting. That's just doing a lot of stuff. Okay? Manifesting is understanding how energy works, understanding how frequency works, setting that intention, getting very clear on your vision, getting your emotional signature of what, that, what it's going to feel like when you have it, and living out those, that emotional signature and then allowing it to load in and show up as it's going to show up. It's not, okay, I've done this visualization, now how do I make it happen? Okay? That's not what that is. That's just working. It's, it's allowing. Often, what you'll find is that, um, especially when you're about to get what you're asking for, things will take a very strange, different turn than you expected. You'll get some sort of um, knowing or some sort of, uh, it feels like a leap forward, some sort of all systems go kind of thing on something that you just never could have seen yourself doing before. But, you know, it's just like, hey, I'm supposed to do this. I remember when I was back in Jersey and I was um, watching the Kardashians and the Budgley Hills Housewives every day because I was determined I was going to get to California. And um, in my circumstances, it it couldn't feel more for, far away than it did because I was had such a a, a oneness, such a direction, and a, a, you know a, a commitment on the, the, the uh, kind of the silent part of the energy, it was working. It was working really, really hard. It was just going, going, going. Now, my in my personal life, in my, you know, where I was living and everything, all holy hell was breaking loose. It was like all kinds of crazy stuff. The neighbors were lunatics. Um, I remember a car flipped over in front of the house, and, like, the, this this elderly person was literally hanging upside down from their um seatbelt right in front of my house. I'm, like, I'm looking at the axles of the car right outside my front door. Then a, a, car, a, a, a tree sliced down the middle of a house across the street. Then another tree, then a car literally ran off the road and slammed into a tree on the, at another house across the street. Like there was like, you talk about chaos. There was insane intensity. And it was because I was being uprooted. It was like, Every time I would try to find sort of like um, that that comfort zone of how I had felt like the first few years I'd lived there, where it was like, oh, okay, I'll be peace. This is a cool place. I'm fine. Mm-mm. Because it took it was going to take so much energy, so much engine for me to go three thousand miles away, right? And so um, 
everything starts uproot. And so these things don't necessarily, when you're, you know, they always say be careful what you wish for. And I'm not trying to scare you anything, but when you're really close to your resources coming to, for that, you know, like in that case, my big move, you know, the resources, I had no idea how it's going to happen. Um, everything around that started to uproot. So there was no finding my way into resettling my energy. You know what I mean? Like, so I couldn't just go back to my old comfortable way. I could go out with my friends. We could do our, our routines and things like that. But it still felt like there was, a, there was not only, it was, I was extremely restless. I was also, every time I thought I would try to find some, some equilibrium or stability back there, and then all of a sudden, you know, the money came, the, the, you know, the, the, all, all the dots connected, and boom, 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 next thing I knew, I was on a plane, you know, but it was a very uh, intense, intense time, so things will, right before you're about to get what you're asking for, things can really intensify, I think people have this you know, when the movie The Secret came out and everybody who was manifesting with vision boards and the mind movies and all this, they were like, oh, it, it was just all, you know, they had, you know, producers pick things because ratings are good, right? And then people want people to adopt ideas. And so they pick these testimonials and things of people who had an easy time with it or it seems like they have um, a, an easy time of it. And they, you know, so it looks easier than it is. But it's not always just this perfect, smooth sailing. There are times that you have to have courage. You have to have that um, that uh, faith, yes. Um, but faith a lot of times, uh, I was going to say faith with inspired action, not chicken without a head action because that usually gets in the way. I guarantee you, that whatever your mental mind is conjuring up with all the things you should do and leave no stone unturned and get all your to-do lists and all that, everything that your mental mind is doing kind of on its own, that where you're not doing the meditations in the morning, you're not consulting with your energy, you're not focusing on frequency, you're only focusing on your mental mind, your how-to, your past, what happened to other people, what normally happens, what you know always happens, blah, blah, blah. Whenever you're doing that, I guarantee you, you are adding in probably 100 steps. So what really, if you leave it up to the universe, universal energy, they're always going to give you a more efficient way. It might be a side door. It might be different than what you expect, but they are always going to give you a much more efficient pathway. There, If there are steps that they can take out, they will be taken out. But if you're really, 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 really attached to doing it all yourself and taking control, um, and having your mental mind be in control, you will slow yourself way down. So that's another reason why um, you'll get sometimes, it'll feel like you're so close yet so far, because you're getting, like a lot of times what happens is people get like three or four things going in the right direction. Oh, oh, I know it's coming, I know it's coming. And then those other two things are not there. So they say, okay, I just need this and this, and then it's here. Bam, and the whole frequency thing, and they start to go after it physically, they start to go after the mental thing physically, and they get in the way. And as they get in the way, it slows the frequency down. You literally throw yourself out of alignment with the ultimate goal. You start to backslide, right? You start to backslide, and 
and then undo, you know, and you start to pick the old frequency, and then, of course, the universe is completely neutral, so it's like, okay, well, if her dominant focus is on the old way, then that's what she wants, and let's just give her the old way. Okay, so it does take some courage. More importantly, it takes education. Um, and this is why I was mentioning that, that mastermind course. I have found that the girls who are in that mastermind, their manifesting has, goes so much faster and actually so much um, – they, they, they get through so many different habits they didn't know they had because they have a brown person. They have me saying, okay, no, it's this, it's not that, blah, blah, blah. Try this way, do that. So it's important. Invest in your time and your um, energy to get educated, whether it's me or somebody else, but just make sure that you're, that this is a consistent practice. It's like working out, eating well, um, you know, or working on a project or whatever. It, it, it requires, you know, uh, care and, and consistent attention. Okay. So I see that we have callers here on the line today. So I'm going to take a couple of callers and um, the number to call in, if you haven't done so already, is 917-889-2626. So um, I think we will take Donna in California. Hi, Donna. Are you there? Yep. There. Oh, thank you. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, good. Um yeah, I heard my mom, who's on the other side, you know, I do a lot of meditation and all, and I heard her and her voice, I hear my nephew too, and she said, you're going to be rewarded. And then a couple days mm-hmm. later, I've been playing her lottery numbers, and mm-hmm. I played her numbers, but I switched them around a little bit, and the last number I put one instead of in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I made it the mega number, and all day I've been thinking Four is going to win. Four is going to win. And I didn't play it because I was playing my mom's numbers. And then I had a funny feeling in my stomach afterwards that something wasn't right. And sure enough, four of her numbers came in, and my four came in as the mega, but I didn't play it. I would have won $15,000. But I'm hoping that that's not what they meant by you're going to be rewarded when I heard my mom say that I was going to be rewarded. So what's the question? What do you think it is that I will be rewarded with? A lifestyle, a husband, a winning? Uh, I have, you know, uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no oh, idea. Oh, you don't. Here's what I will, this, is, this is what I will say about that. Um, when you have someone from the other side letting you know that, then it's uh-huh. true. You know, and what you want to do is not get in the way of it by trying to machinize it. And what you found, Mm -hmm. I think that 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 lottery thing is a test for you. It was just to help you to, you know, I mean, clearly it's not so much a test to test your abilities or anything like that, but it was just to show you how to get out of your own way by helping you to get in your own way so you could see like that feeling you got the feeling about the four you got the feeling oh, about yeah. the number you know what I mean so uh-huh. so what I would suggest is you know keep it, you know playing in that way if that's yeah. you know where you're feeling led 
and just to file and to get very, very clear. And I definitely the meditation in the morning. If you're getting that clear of a connection with her, yeah. then I would follow mm-hmm. that. I don't want. I'm not gonna, you know, start predicting things so then you get caught up in what Mari yeah. said. I think it's really important because otherwise you'll miss her. You know, when somebody's on the other side, it's a very, very, very thin veil between you and them. Uh-huh. It's just literally right. she's not carrying a body around, but she's right there. So um, the other thing I would highly suggest is to light a blue candle when you meditate. That helps you to focus, and it'll help you, in, in the case of what we've been talking about, to get into alignment with what she's saying and the, and the steps to take. So I hope that's helped. I'm going to jump off to the next person, but I hope that's, that's been helpful. Thank you. Appreciate okay. It. Have Thank a great you. one. Take care. Okay. Um, next we have Laura in New Jersey. Hi. Hi, Laura. Hi. How are you? Hi. I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm good. What's your question? Well, um, I would like to know. I've been... I've been trying for a number of years to manifest being able to qualify and purchase a home. And mm-hmm. I I found a home that I really love, and it resonates with me more than any other home that I've ever looked at. And uh-huh. I guess when I walked in the home, I felt very deeply to my bones that this was my home and that it was meant for me. It checked all my boxes, and that's never happened for me before. So I'm a contractor, and I have been working to manifest this, asking for help, asking God, asking the angels for this, and to qualify. So I'm going with the realtor. I'm going back and forth with the broker, what I need to do to qualify. And I I feel like, just like what you've been saying, I feel like it's going to happen. Everything feels like it's falling into place, almost as if God is retrofitting everything for my specific circumstances because even even the seller is, isn't ready to move until, like, the end of February, somewhere in the middle of March, which is perfect for me because that gives me enough time come up with the down payment. And ordinarily you that circum the circumstances would never happen. So it it, it and then I I I'm on a ten ninety nine. It's the first time I switched from a W two over to ten ninety nine and wouldn't you know it, the broker says I have to be on a W two and so today literally I started getting bombarded with multiple calls about this one one job rec that went out. And so I submitted for it today, and it's a W-2, and it's a long-term contract, which would mean that in the contract I'd have no end date. It just feels like everything's working to towards me getting this goal finally. And I was wondering if you were picking up whether or not you see that happening. Is, is, am I right? Is, is this really actually manifesting for me? Um, okay, so so there's... Um, one is you're absolutely in alignment with the process of this thing coming to fruition. And the thing that's literally holding you back is you asking for a prediction of 
whether it's going to happen or not, and, and it's not because you're asking me, but it's because that question in your head of is this going to happen or is this not going to happen literally is the only thing that's holding you back from getting it because what you're doing is you're looking at the manifestation from a position of it's not here yet. And what yeah. you're also doing at the same time is you're looking at this as something that you already have. Because if you weren't in the place of I already have it, it wouldn't be configuring in, as well as it is, right? But yeah. when you, and this is, it's a really, um, and, and this is why manifesting is so much more important than prediction. I know you want reassurance, but here's what I can tell you. Everything is falling into place for it, so that means that you are, both scenarios are true. The scenario, yes, there's a parallel where you have that house, just like you said, and yes, there's a parallel where you miss and you don't get it. All of the, all of the potentials exist. That's when they say infinite potentials. That's it. They all exist. What's going to yeah. pull one in over the other is your steady alignment with the outcome that you desire. And when you worry, you pull yourself out of alignment so you get a delay, you know, like the job comes through or it doesn't, and then all of a sudden it does, you know, because you kind of salt and pepper your soup. So what I'm going to suggest to you, because you are so close, is to say this is where I choose and this is where I'm going. Trust me when I tell you that if if that's not the house for whatever reason, another one is going to be right behind it because that's just what happens that'll have an even bigger box check that you couldn't have even imagined. But I, but what's more important right now in this, and this is really important that you bring this all the way to fruition because it's giving you the backbone and strength for stuff that's even bigger and better than the house. You know, you'll get the house, and then it's going to give way to something, another desire, right? So you're going to lean into this experience to sort of set up um, ability to align with future things, right? So it's really important for you to be successful in this because this is, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I yeah. went into my relocation all the time. Like, oh yeah, when I relocated, I, you know, this, this, this happened. I had a, a blind spot here and a blind spot there, but I stayed steady and it all worked out. You know, like you know, you can lean into it. Um, one other thing I want to say to you is this: I think that one of the reasons why you might have it, you know, you're kind of in that limbo stage too, is because you're kind of going back and forth between two belief systems. The belief system that something is granting this to you, like angels and you know, whoever else, and the belief system that you're choosing this through your manifesting. Those are two different belief systems. The angels and guides and all that assist you in vibrationally aligning with what you desire. They're not granting it to you like it's a wish, right? So what you, what I would highly suggest is if you're going to involve angels, ascended masters, guides, beings, and all that, Jesus, whoever you're involving, ask for them to support you in the complete alignment and uh, to this desire, okay? okay? Because when you say, give this to me, or I'm wishing for this, or I want this from you, or please grant this to me, and I'm being really good, and I'm being perfect, and I'm doing everything I'm supposed to, and this is, you push yourself away. You literally pull yourself out of alignment with it because you're saying it's not here yet, and now I even have to have a middleman give it to me. And and you know, one of the things that happens to me when I, when I start to doubt, I will start to find pennies around the car usually, but the, um, yeah, you're getting, you're getting all the signs. I, I, last week I was coming down the stairs right now 
Uh, I'm sorry, there, but I'm just getting the pennies, and I think it's just reassuring to me to. Yeah, like it's, said, it's reassurance is going to come when you're in alignment, and and that's mm-hmm. what the angels are there for for reassurance and to support you in aligning completely. So I'm going to have to jump off, but I'm wishing you all good things. I'm, you know, it's it's right there. Don't give up. You're right there. All right. Have a great night. Okay. Well, boy, that went fast. And we are at the end of yet another AHA Moments radio show. So um, if you'd like to get information about our mastermind, just send us an email at support at um, ahamomentsinc.com. And we will see you same time, same place next week. And we will end with my motto, which is you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this new energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Have a great night. Thank you.